This episode of the Top Soul Podcast is brought to you by Continuum Ag and Stout Seeds. Continuum Ag is a soil health intelligence company helping farmers globally monetize and improve their soil health. Stout Seed is an Iowa-based seed distributor that handles cover crops and forage seeds and distributes throughout the Midwest. Everyone, welcome back to the Topsoil Podcast. Mitchell Hora with you today with Continuum Ag. Gordon from the Redneck Recording Studio, that's what I call it back in here, Edwin. And uh, I've got Edwin with me from Coke, and I've known Edwin for multiple years, and and he's become a, a good buddy and stuff on multiple different projects that we've done here together. Um, so we were out checking out our plot here today, got ourselves a little bit of Mexican food, and we said we better come record a podcast and uh, and talk on a couple different things. So um, I, th- I think it'll be good. But Edwin, first, you know, thanks for for taking the time to come in and and uh, you know hang out here a little bit. But explain kind of who you are and what your role is with Coke. Yeah, no, thanks, thanks, Mansion. As you said, it has been a fun day. Really going out there, checking on plots. I mean, that's always one of the fun things to do and then really getting out here Washington Iowa it's not every day I get to come over here and actually yeah spend some time with you and your crew so the cover crop capital of Iowa hey. dig for, digging for worms we found some worms I've out there been today impressed yeah to say it again I've been impressed one with not only the earthworms but some of those night crawlers that we were kind of like seeing some some good holes over there and then your guy system so yeah kudos to you guys you your dad and your whole crew it has been something but yeah, a bit of background about myself. Again, Edwin Suarez. Right now, I'm the senior agronomist with Coke Agronomics. I've uh, been with Coke for about two plus years. Mm. Um, as you said, long time in this world of soil health. Uh, my my kind of like adventure started, well, I grew up in a dairy farm, uh, which we still have. So I used to wake up 3 a.m., milk cows, and then do some all other farming stuff now. Um, after that, ag school, then work international with United Nations. Mm. I got into soil health. Really, because I started working on the ozone secretariat, and that had to do with uh, methyl bromide. It was fumigants. So it was mm. like we had to change fumigants because they had depleted the ozone layer, but then I was in charge of kind of like the ag side of that. So it was really interesting because that's how I really got first into, hey, fumigants kill everything, which wow. is not a great thing. Then from there, they sent me to the first place where I lived around here was actually Ames, Iowa. Yep. And I worked with the tilt lab back when it was called the tilt lab. Mm-hmm. So it was good because, I mean, I was just, I mean, relatively young kid going back then. I was a visiting researcher at the Tilt Lab, and I got to work with, again, yeah. the Hatfield. Hanging out with Jerry the, Hatfield. Yeah, yeah the you hang out with everybody. The Camardella, the Dan Oak, all these people that really, they all just kind of like adopted me as this yeah. random kid. So that's when I got into soil health with all of them, and, and it was really nice. Then Purdue snatched me. I was going to stay at Iowa State to do get my kind of like grad degrees, and mm-hmm. then Purdue... I ended up going to Purdue, work again, soil health, cover crops, uh, Eileen Kladivko and a lot of people over there, Barry Fisher, again, lots of great people. And after that, work uh, with the grower side, I joined the potato industry in Michigan and the U.S. just because they, again, they heard me talking, they worked with me a little bit, and I was innocent enough where they said, we want to grow potatoes with no fumigations, and, and we think you can help us. And I said yes, and hey, <laughs> that was quite the challenge, but yeah. hey, we, we got a lot of things done there. And then kind of like jump into the industry, which has been really fun and interesting, I would say, because I'm very hands-on, and, and then the industry, it's kind of like that bridge to me that you see things happen faster. I mean, academia sometimes, yeah, you do that 
that work, but you go more for the long term. Growers, you do the short term, but it's more almost like, hey, this year, next year. Yeah. But then industry, you can see a bit of that midpoint and think about what's coming. Well, and, and I think that's where, though, we have to think about our farms more long term yeah. and think of it as a business and do business planning and do long-term kind of stuff. I think there's a trend towards that, but still very much. Yeah, you're right. Farmers are one year. What am I going to do this year? How am I going to pay the bills this year? How am I going to maximize yield this year? And it's hard to really see beyond. But now with Soul Health, it takes a couple years to really be able to get to the point where it's really cranking. So you have to think longer term. And um, so that's interesting that, yeah, that you know, you've kind of seen from both sides. You, of... you got to get creative. And again, I think we all have, again, gaps. I think yeah. academia sometimes has those gaps. And, and again, I'll say us because I was there for a little while at Purdue. Yeah. And, and again, we have those gaps where sometimes we don't think about the econs. We yeah. think too much about what's good yeah, and, and the science, but then we leave the econs behind. The industry sometimes actually misses a bit of that too. And then the grower, sometimes it's too much about the econs, but hey, that's what pays for everything. Yeah. So, Finding the point in between but where, uh, as you put it, is the right thing, long-term strategy. I remember one of the best advices I was given actually by a grower once. We were working together and he said, I became a better grower by never taking my decisions after a good after harvest. Because he, he would say, if I had a good harvest, I would buy stuff that I didn't need. Sure. And if I had a bad harvest, I would cut on things that I needed. Hmm. So he would always plan actually kind of like, right now he would say like let's write down my plan for next season and that was actually like really that's a really good insightful way to kind of think about it one of the things we've been working on on our stuff with dad is thinking in more of like a seven year window and stuff too and thinking more long term you know what do we need to be doing and how do we set things up now obviously there's a lot of decisions that are made very last minute and you're adjusting and changing the plan but trying to think about it more longer term but so, okay, so your stuff now, obviously, I didn't realize all of the different background kind of things, so that was super interesting, but now, senior agronomist with Coke, and Coke is freaking Coke, massive, yep. and, uh, you know, they are, they're the ultimate. Um, how's that role kind of been, and especially with your angle with soil health, like, yeah, I mean, that's a huge ship that's yeah. now saying, hey, yeah, soil yeah. health, and my story actually... I've been, you know, I've known our buddy Dan, uh, mm-hmm. Dan Lures, lo- our local uh, kind of guy with Coke. And, uh, you know, and, and Coke is now saying, hey, we got to figure this soil health thing out. And they've really come on to it, which I think is so exciting, especially your background and my yeah. interest on it. Like, what's that kind of been like now that they're saying, hey, let's go full bore soil health? It's it's amazing. To be honest, I, I, I go back to when we all started, you, myself, others. Again, we were the crazy people in the back <laughs> of the room. I, I always say uh, the societies, again, I go to uh, societies meetings, uh, agronomy, every year, and they would put us like, Thursday afternoon where no one would listen to your posters and research. Now it's like Monday, Tuesday. It's just so health everything. And I think even that, the fact that I'm with, with Coke and Coke has embraced and when they brought me, it was like, hey, you're you're in for who you are. Yeah, We're yeah. not here to like change you or change your perspective. It's more like we we are, you're here because we want to be part of yeah. this. Wow. And, and that's my thing. I, I One thing that, that Coke does now, and again, it's not that before we were not doing it, it's just finding the spots where we help. The spots where soil health is not black and white. Yeah, yeah. There are a lot of grays in between. Yeah. And, and you and I have discussed this. It's oh, yeah. not like, hey, there's only one way to do it. Actually, that's the beauty about ag. It's so complicated. Yeah. 
that there, yeah, it's not a one size fits all shoes. So, and that's what we were yeah. just saying too. You know that with our with our farm, yeah, we're really pushing on the no till and the cover crops, but we're still using anhydrous yeah. in the fall. We're still using Roundup. We're still using some fungicides. We're we've cut back a lot on all these things and a lot on the seed treatments and stuff like that. But we still have some of these things that we use, and and I still think plenty of them are are good tools. Now, are they hurting our soil health? Sure. Mm. But can we overcome it, and can we bounce back, and can we mitigate against the risk? Yeah, and uh, and that's what now we've been talking a lot about yep. with the the Centuro yep. product and a trial that we've got going, where we're putting on anhydrous in the fall, but adding in a product that can directly help to mitigate against the negative effect of the anhydrous. And it's my understanding too. This actually be good to kind of discuss. So. It's my understanding that anhydrous goes on NH3, mm-hmm. anhydrous ammonia, and it converts to ammonium mm-hmm. NH4 by adding another hydrogen, of course, to yeah. go from NH3 to NH4. And that hydrogen is typically coming out of a water molecule, yeah, H2O. Yeah. So it busts apart the water molecule, strips the hydrogen away. You lose the oxygen typically as O2 mm-hmm. gas. And, uh, and then you have the hydrogen there to cr- go from the ammonium or ammonia yeah, to ammonium. Yeah. Which ammonia, by definition, is absent of water. Yeah, is is uh, the whole the whole point of it. Or uh, anhydrous is anhydrous, absent yeah. of water. Ammonia, the nitrogen component, and the but most of that water is coming from the microbes. Yeah, because the micro or at least they're living in and on and around the water. So it's kind of just like you know our body, of course, is mostly water. And if you get anhydrous on you it runs that chemical reaction with the water that's yeah. in your cells. Yeah. Same kind of thing happens in the soil. Yep. Now, hopefully it's only in that little strip and hopefully it's, you know, mitigated because of doing it in cold temperatures and putting it down lower into the soil profile and allowing time. But am I thinking about this right? No, you're, I mean, you're absolutely right. This is where different forms of fertilizers, again, to, to our point, have different effects. And yep. we just have to mitigate as much as we can. And hydros... It's an, I mean, it's relatively logistically, it's a really easy one to use. Yeah. And again, fall, you can cover many acres and it allows growers to actually breathe better when mm-hmm. spring gets here. You and know you that already time. have some acres applied. But again, we know that it has an effect, especially in soil biology, because yeah, yeah I mean, it is, it is, it's a hard chemistry. Yeah. So a, a couple things there. One, I mean, bacteria and everything needs to repopulate just the nature of the anhydrous, but then the key is to what you said before. Once it converts to that NH4, we got to protect that NH4 for yeah, yeah. because then that converts to NO3, and again, that's nitrification. And once we have that nitrate, it goes either into the crop or out of the system. So yeah. how we keep it in that NH4, that's going to be the trick. Now, there are very few ways to do that, to be yeah. honest, and that's where, again, Centurio mode of action is actually targeted against the nitrous ammonas, AMO enzymes. So mm-hmm. now you're just blocking. That's like offensive line and defensive linemen, and yeah. that's good because that's what we want. But then other chemistries, other strategies, then you might actually be like, okay, I'm not going to go offensive line. I'm just going to nuke the field. Yeah, yeah. And not, no conversion. But so you can be targeted on those specific microbes rather than utilizing some of these other stabilizers that don't necessarily target. They're just That's, yeah. bactericides and yeah. things like that, the nitropyrin inhibitors that are going to be more even more, more aggressive, aggressive like that, yeah. and hurt even more your microbes so that's you know for me you know it's we're now we've got some trials where we have no yeah. anhydrous on our farm too yeah. and i think that over time we'll probably be able to get to a point where we don't use it yeah. but it's been part of the system for so long 
and it was typically our major source of nitrogen. Mm-hmm. Now we've been able to cut back on it by a lot, but but I think by having something in there like the Centuro can really help to like be just a simple way f- to move more towards the soil health direction, help your microbes as much as you can, but still have access I, to the tool. I completely agree. It's a two-way, I always say it, it's a, it's a two-way road. And and what you try to do here is, one, you try to raise your good ones. We yeah. do that. That's soil yeah. health. That's cover crops. That's everything. That's biological. That's what we try to do. But then the other end, try to not knock down what yeah. you already have. So yeah. we can mitigate that effect. And again, here is where, again, in this case, Enturo or, again, Targeted, what you do is two things. Again, not knock down the good ones yeah. if possible. And two, keep the nitrogen. Keep the nitrogen, yeah, yeah. Because, so again, double. the leaching part, everything, hey, we, we want to keep it where it is. Now, that's where cover crops and other yeah. systems will help because yeah. we're already trying to do that. But also, again, the less, let's say, you, I always say it's like making a pie. I mean, we all know kind of like what the ingredients for soil health are. Yeah, yeah. But then the recipe is very different for everybody. Oh, yeah. And that's sure. where the pie will taste really good, or it could be just, again, Not as good. <laughs> the worst pie you can have. So, yeah, as you have more tools to play, as you have yeah. more things in the system, you're going to mitigate those effects, uh, again, little. Yeah, and, and that's definitely the angle for us is, you know, we're, we're trying to optimize the tools that we have in the toolbox, trying to mitigate against the negative risk, but then also protect the nitrogen because we're putting on so little that we can't afford to lose it (laughs) because we don't have that much out there to begin with. And we're allowing mother nature to do it all on her own and still get big yields. Um, now, with this stuff, though, it doesn't have to be on anhydrous. It can work on any other UAN nitrogen products. UAN and anhydrous, too. pretty much, UAN. again, it can go. But that's where... On urea, too, or not on urea? Then, then we would have other chemistries for okay. below ground and above ground. But okay. this is the part where now, again, you were asking, how does Coke play into this world now? Why I was, why I'm with Coke now? Why they brought yeah. me to? And kind of like strategies. This is where enhanced fertilizers, again, just technologies to, again, increase nutrient use efficiency. Yeah. We have to get better at it. Well, and I think so much of it now with the carbon market push, a huge part of ag's carbon footprint is the nitrous oxide. Yeah. And a lot of that, that's from a lot, most of that, my understanding would be that's from the, um, what am I saying, the loss of it to the atmosphere. Yeah, volatilization. Volatilization. Yep, exactly. I think that's where most of it's coming oh, from, right? So yeah. volatilization, where most of that being we don't have water infiltration. And, that's, yep. and so when you don't have the right water infiltration, you have saturated soils. The microbes don't have the water or don't have the oxygen that they need, so they use the oxygen from the nitrate molecule, is yeah. my understanding. And they basically utilize that oxygen to fuel their bodies because yep. they don't have O2, yep. but they have NO3, and they can get the they oxygen from there. And what's left over, nitrous oxide that we lose to the atmosphere and cause massive greenhouse it gas is, issues. You're right, and again, we tend to forget there. We actually did some research where we compiled a lot, a lot of peer reviewed for I states. And on average, we lose, this is average, this is average Joe Farmer, we lose 30% of our nitrogen. Yeah. 30. It's average. crazy. Good growers, four hours, good ones, they go down to like a 15, 10. Yeah. Record guys, five, something like that. Because again, this is not a lab. Yeah, yeah. But then there is what we call the bad apple year. And that is when, again, 2019 or yeah. something like that, where again, I don't want to bring nightmares up, but that's when you got too much water or too, yeah. got, got too dry. You lose... 50% or more. Yeah, it's crazy. And that we got to mitigate that. Especially now when it's more than a dollar a unit. Prices. Exactly. Like, that's a lot of money that you're losing. Yeah. So, um, but, and so that's where I think more people looking at, yeah, okay, there's now like this whole health message of the four R's and managing the right type of fertilizers, but also just 
making sure that's going to be there and keep it in the system and don't lose it. And we're doing some water testing with, with the trial stuff as well. Not necessarily, we can't do treated versus untreated and stuff like that, but we've been, you know, we're doing more of the water testing on our farm and trying to just monitor and make sure that, uh, that what we're doing is working out the right way, but it all boils down to, it's gotta, it's gotta put dollars back in the pocket too. Exactly. And, uh, and that's where I like on some of this stuff too, that I think it can be really cost effective, especially in a year like this, that it can, if you're going to save that much direct units of fertilizer, like that can really pay right off the bat. Then the added benefit being, oh, well, this is better for water quality and for my carbon footprint and nitrous oxide, so many of those other things that that don't maybe directly pay the bill for the farmer, but they're added. Well, and and I've said it many times, nitrogen is not the enemy. We, yeah. I mean, it's it's actually a good friend. Microbes love nitrogen, Which, and we're all about soil health. Yeah, yeah, that is this is part of the equation. Nitrogen it's, is the building block of amino acids, okay. building block of protein and enzymes, the whole function exactly. of life. Exactly, and that's so, where it comes from. So it's not the enemy. No. It's actually our Super best friend, important. almost for again for soil health, for our microbes, for everything. Yeah. The trick here is how to reduce the risk for again over applying, for losing yeah. too much nitrogen. And that's where, again, with some with our technologies, that's where we play, and we're really excited think, about our role. I there. think that's been a big, you know, kind of aha moment. So for me, as we've been doing the Haney tests and stuff, seeing that we can change our system from being inorganic nitrogen driven to being organic nitrogen driven, allowing the microbes to do their thing, but then you just supplement with mm-hmm. the tools and supplement exactly. with the synthetic, and enable that better as you drive your soil health and get the natural biological system to go. I, I agree with that, and that's where that's where I say it. I mean, that's that's the role we play in soil health, and I yeah. think I, I always use an analogy, and I hate the term because I think we all hate it, and sorry if someone works in that industry. But again, to me, it's like insuring your nitrogen. If we mm. insure our crop, nitrogen is our, usually our second largest input in every yeah. farm. Yeah. And with prices like the ones we have right now, again, I just said, in the worst-case scenario, you can lose 50 60 70% of your nitrogen. Yeah. I mean, think about it. That's crazy. For all the inputs that we're putting out there, or 30, that's our average when we're not protecting. Yeah. So grab the bill that you just paid for nitrogen and Throw just say 30, 30% of it, of it I'm going to give cool. it away. Wow. So, again, it's not good environmental. No. It's not good soil health. It's not good econs. It's, that's where we need to get better. got to have all of them. So um, you're going to be coming back to Washington County here in a couple of weeks with the big field day. And part of what we're going to be discussing at the field day is on managing fertilizers better and hearing all these or man, just managing our overall nutrients and, and fertility better. But, um, and, and you guys are sponsoring, which is great and much appreciated. Um, what are you looking forward to, I guess, with the field day? You've come to some of our events and all that before and been in the circles and stuff. And what do you think of yeah, uh, for, the, for coming me, into the field really day? It's really fun because it's just getting a bunch of known faces, crazy people that I know <laughs> yeah. around, and it's always a great time. So I'll start by saying, personally, I just have a blast because I see a lot of old friends and yeah, yeah. industry people that, again, sometimes it's hard to catch up with them. So that number one, I look forward to familiar faces. And again, new faces. It's always mm-hmm. real interesting just how people gets added to that. The circle mm-hmm. just gets bigger. But number two, uh, again, we today we've been talking a little bit about nitrogen and a few other things. We're just one tool in the toolbox. Yeah, so yeah. the thing with the field day is you see a bunch of tools. Mm-hmm. And now you kind of like get a better picture of a systems approach, yeah. of a better toolbox. And yeah. it's like, hey, this is a lot of what we do. And you yeah. guys kind of like approach it that way, which is what I like. Because yeah. I, I mean, as I said, one, we're just a tool in toolbox, and two, I keep learning. So yeah, I, yeah. I come to learn. Yeah, yeah. I come to ask questions. I come to just ask you guys. I mean, today I was asking you and your dad and everybody a lot of questions because yeah. I keep learning from you guys, from the people that come, from what they're doing. 
And and that to me, it's probably the number one thing. Well, that and that's what we want to keep being. You know, is is I I feel like with the field day and with a lot of the stuff we do, we want to host the party. Yeah. We want to be hosting the party. We want to be in the middle. We want to be the catalyst for a lot of this stuff. And we're lucky to, to be in Washington County, where we can have a lot of local people here too. And at the field day, having that blend of nationwide folks with local local uh, producers and stuff as well, local le- representation. That uh, there's a lot of this happening in this in this area, and a lot of potential to keep building off these networks and driving this further. So, um, but it is all about networking and, and those relationships and learning and seeing what the tools are out there. But then learning from other folks too of what tools have they seen that's really working directly for them and in their own neighborhood. And that's why the trials and stuff are so important too. Yeah, no, we're excited. We'll be here. We're happy to support you guys. Again, congratulations to what you have achieved. And I'm I'm excited to see where you and this industry of soul health is yeah. going to keep growing. I think yeah. that's that's the thing. And, and again, Coke and, and other of the big ones that they know what the right thing to do is. When you see those changes happening, you know, hey, we're, we're turning the page where the, the wave is it's moving and, and this is exciting for all of us it's really good times that is a hundred percent my uh has been my observation in the last 24 months especially is the big groups and huge money not just like from within ag but the financial mm-hmm. sector and other outside industries that are saying hey uh what's going on with this soil health thing mm-hmm. and sustainability regen ag carbon smart farming whatever you want to call it so many people are going oh okay there's yeah. something going on over there i better figure some of this out and uh so that's why i think it's so huge to see like you said so many big groups that are coming to the table and and uh i mean especially obviously when you get somebody like coke involved like okay like well, if you're not paying attention yeah. you better be paying attention i'll put it in actually charles coke terms it's good profit that to me is all health is good profit because you're doing the right thing and you're making money yeah, I mean, if you that that is that's what I you mean, have. It's got to pay the bills. Yeah, all this stuff, I you know we want to do the best we can for the environment, for water, and great, yeah. love it, all for it. But it's got to pay the bills. Yeah. If not, it doesn't work. If not, it doesn't work. If uh, you know, I always say sustainability doesn't matter if the farmer's not going to be economically sustainable, yeah. and that's where we've got to start. So, um, no, excited to see what we can learn with our trial. And, uh, and have you guys at the field day, keep working together, figuring out how do we keep just providing those tools for farmers and make sure that, that they see what's out there, what's possible, what are those right tools. Everyone's going to have to figure it out and learn for yourself. But there's a lot of resources out there and a lot of, of things that we should probably be thinking a little bit more outside the box than yeah. maybe doing what we've always done. No, to wrap up on my end, and again, thank you for, for the time and, and, and again, for the work that you guys have done. I think that's going to be the biggest challenge moving forward. Now, it, it can be actually overwhelming, so health. So we have to actually be devil's advocate. We got to, yeah. again, we got to provide tools that then growers can actually implement and yeah. evaluate. Because, I mean, yeah, it, there's also a lot of noise. And actually, that's what I tell growers right now. You got to follow the right people. Yeah. You got to listen to the people that has done it, the right tools, the right everything. Because... <laughs> I mean, it's it's really easy to say that something does something, but then yeah. it's really hard to prove it. Well, what's been good is you haven't come in here and saying, oh, here's our product and you're going to get eight bushels the acre yeah. return. That's never been a thing. There's a million and 12 products that that's what they would say. Yeah. And this, it's no. It's protect what you're doing. Protect Let's try to figure out how do we continue to improve our soil health along the way, keep our microbes happy, 
and keep this whole whole system going. But I think we're on the right path and uh, excited to see where we can keep going with all this. Exciting times. No, and again, looking forward to see everybody during the again our, our big event and field day. And we'll be here. We'll be here. And everybody yeah. that wants to talk nitrogen and others, hey, we'll be here. It'll be exciting. Hopefully, you're going to show up, get a beer, say hi. Because, yeah. yeah, that's again, that to me is one of the best things about uh -huh. these events. 100%. No, looking forward to it. And appreciate you taking the time here today, too. Thanks for listening in to today's episode of the Topsoil Podcast. If you want to learn more about Continuum Ag, you can find us at continuum.ag. And if you like this episode, please give us a review or share us with your friends. And if you would like more information on Stout Seed, find us at stoutseed.com or look me up on social media at Seed Junkie. We'll catch you on the next episode. Thanks for listening.